Hey, hey, hey. Okay, so it is another episode of In Bloom. Yay! Yay! And we are joined by very, very special guests. He hails from beep, beep, beep. Sorry, I have to send that out for his privacy concerns. Um, <laughs> he is a student at beep. And he is, <laughs> yes, I, I can't reveal too much, but um, his name is Conrad Robinson. Um, he happens to be the, you know, <laughs> the partner, significant other to the one and only Lauren Wong. <laughs> so give it up for Conrad. Woo! You want to so, go ahead oh, and introduce yourself to us? Yeah, so my name is Conrad Robinson, and currently I'm a second year at KGI, and so I am uh, trying to pursue medicine. So I'm studying right now to get a master's and apply to medical school next year. Exciting. So we've got a STEM major, STEM major over here. When did you know that you wanted to pursue a career in medicine? So in medicine, I would say I've always thought about it, um, but I would say up until maybe the pandemic after I graduated from undergrad is, undergrad is when I really started to pursue medicine. Um, my father is a uh, physician and my mom is a nurse. So I've always been accustomed to um, the ins and outs of healthcare, um, but I wasn't sure if it was always something I wanted to do. Um, so I was always interested in um, sports. Um, so I, I tried out being a, or I tried working at a physical therapy clinic and that didn't, um, that, that it was fun, but I couldn't see myself doing it for a long time. And then further down the road after I graduated, I really tried, um, you know, narrowing down my options for a career path. And so I started working as a scribe in the ER, later went on to working as a medical assistant for an ophthalmologist, um, an eye doctor. And I really started to build my passion for medicine there on out, as well as um, enroll into a post-baccalaureate program, which is a program that kind of helps you build your, um, almost build like your resume, um, help you with GPA boosting um, after undergrad. And so even, to this day, I'm still like developing my passion for medicine. Awesome. So it seems as though you, you've always sort of known you were headed towards medicine, but you know, internships and programs along the way really help you to hone it in. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, it was definitely a combination of uh, like a lot of different um, lot of different you know life experiences um family friends um that really definitely tied it together and so finally I made a decision and now I'm here so let's talk about I think a lot of people our age and I before we started this call like we have a lot of, I don't know if it's just this generation I don't know if it's the TikTok stars I don't know if it's the fact that there are 19 year olds making millions of dollars off of you know dancing on TikTok, but there's a lot of pressure to succeed, right? Like even a gap year is like, oh no, suddenly I'm behind or, you know, retaking, re having to retake a class. It's like, sometimes it's the, it's the worst thing in the world, even though it's, you know, just 
another unit or, you know, a couple more units you have to take the next semester. Along your road, you know, I believe there were, you know, gaps, so to speak, or even like the master's degree, I'm, that might not have even been planned. How have you learned to sort of roll with the punches and, you know, be comfortable with where you are, or find peace with where you are in your journey? Yeah, so that's a, that's a great question. And I think I still struggle with that today. Um, but definitely it's, it, I think it comes into a lot of uh, minds of people, you know, taking a gap year, um, taking a master's just to get into medical school, which is, in, you know, an additional six plus years. I think it all comes down to really knowing who uh, you are as yourself um, and trusting that even though I can't have what I want right now, if I keep on pursuing it, it's going to work in the future. I definitely think after or when COVID started, I came a little closer to my faith and I started reading the Bible more, uh, reading daily devotion um, and coming more in tune with my um, my spiritual side really helped um, as well as just staying humble. And I think the most important thing is I know that I'm a little behind uh, just from my um, past experiences in undergrad where I slacked off in school. I think it's definitely important to know that I have to be working hard right now because if I'm not working hard right now, then I really don't think I should be going into the uh, field of medicine. And it's definitely it, it, it's definitely an eye opener to see other friends and colleagues that you're like close to uh, being in um, like professional schools or whether it be like not related to medicine. Uh, it's crazy to see them like oh wow they're like adults now making money um you know not just money but you know like going ahead in life and um it's definitely it's definitely good not to like compare yourself with others and I know that's pretty cliche but I definitely think everyone like works at their own pace and not if everyone were to get into like let's say medical school at the same time then there would be no difference in like seeing a physician when you're older because all the physicians would be the same but it doesn't work like that everyone's different and everyone has different skills and different um obstacles they have to get through in life and some are earlier than others and so i definitely think that just because you know things aren't working out right now doesn't mean that you should give up um, because definitely things in the future could definitely work out if you put the work in so do you think you're with, you know, your faith journey that you've sort of been on, um, do you feel, can you really ever be behind or do you think that you're living out God's plan? Because if you were on track, as you said, you wouldn't have, you know, gone to KGI and met all the beautiful, met all the people that you met there. Maybe you wouldn't have met Lauren. Oh no, that would have been scary. <laughs> you know? So yeah. Yeah, so I, I definitely, you're, you're definitely right. I, I definitely feel like, you know, in my own sense and in my own belief, I am on track. I, I definitely think the skills that I'm learning here at the master's at the, uh, or otherwise known as a post-bac, um, it's definitely invaluable. Like, I, I feel like without these skills, I wouldn't be as prepared as I would in, in uh, medical school. And it's, and it's not just your generic skills of, you know, knowing basic chemistry, bio, which is requirements for medical school, but it, it goes beyond that, such as, you know, knowing the various medical devices that go into treating the patients, how those function, 
how they affect the patients, um, learning about the ethics of, of medicine, you know, knowing when to treat patients, how to treat patients, and, you know, when is a good time to treat patients. So I definitely think there's a wide variety of skills and talents that I'm picking up here that I would definitely not have gotten either way. So I would definitely say I am on track um, in my own respect. Well, fun fact, you found out about your school when you were picking me up. So about me. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I was I was on the way to Lauren's house We're not really. and I was listening to a podcast on Spotify and it was actually uh, this guy I used to listen to. His name is Dr. Ryan Gray and he helps uh, pre-meds. I'm sorry, there's music in the background, but uh, he helps pre-meds get into, um, you know, help help get through the struggles of um, being a pre-med. And um, he actually hosted the director of my program on the podcast. And so I would have never found out about this school if I didn't drive to Lauren's house that day. I listened to that podcast. <laughs> oh, see, that's what I mean. It's like, even I'm a very like faith-based person too. It's like lately I've been having to remind myself like God works all things together for the greater good. Like even me being at my aunt's house because I got kicked out for the third of my house for the for the third <laughs> it happens. Month. It happens. It happens. But like I'm like I'm here. I'm having this podcast with you, and even like even something is like you know insight that I'm picking up watching TV. Like you know something that like I heard on the TV, like a small instance like that, like that gave me a little bit of hope. Like if I was still at home, if I hadn't been kicked out, I would have would have heard that. You know what I mean? So I feel like exactly. It's like I think as humans, we always try and like, you know, well that's the whole point of faith. But as humans, we're always like we think it has to be this route. Like me, if I had it my way, like I would be, I would be the host of Good Morning America by now. But I feel like, I also feel like it's like the insight that you pick up along the way, like who knows or whoever is listening to this you know podcast they're gonna identify with you contract conrad they're gonna say you know all my friends contract <laughs> contract all my friends you know they went to law school all my friends they're they're at medical school and i'm doing a master's degree or hey i can't even get into a master's program but it's like it's along the way like those things mm-hmm. that prepare you for the journey and even just like that's what i'm learning at, at, in in this stage in my life like even the conversation that I have with, I don't know, the, somebody who doesn't seem like they're a part of my journey, like everything prepares you. And who knows? Um, I think too, like a lot of people, I'm not trying to like, when you, when you like exist on that sort of like school route, it can keep you very sheltered, or at least from my, what I've experienced, right? It's like, oh, I'm going to medical school because I was supposed to. I'm taking the MCAT and I'm getting this score because I studied really hard. And then when you get into medical school, you go to their medical school, but then when you get into the real world, like maybe you don't have as many people skills, you know? Um, so I kudos to you for like having figured that out. That's what I feel like that's what in bloom is all about. Cause we, Lauren and I are constantly like, Oh, I made that mistake. <laughs> or, oh, like, you know, as most friends do, but like we're learning, like it's all a part of the journey. And it makes for better podcasts, like. Exactly, all the <laughs> stories and all the adversity. And I think because we all kind of dabble in reading the Daily Stoic, like, well, I'll send you guys the pages and vice versa. So I think something that like Ryan Holiday and like the other author have always tied into it is to always be learning and be grateful because the more you know, the less you know, like that weird type of metaphor thing. So 
I think also just keeping that in mind too helps me, even though I'm not trying to be a doctor, but <laughs> you guys get what I mean. Yeah, and I think too, like we're often fixated on the end goal. Like, you know what I mean? At least for me, like I want to be a talk yeah. show. So like, I'm always fixated on like, oh, I, you know, I don't have a talk show yet, so to speak. But it's also like, it's not even about that. Because then once once you are a doctor, once I, once Lauren is like the CEO of the tech company, once I do have my talk show company, like we're also going to be like, what's next? You know what I mean? There's always the next. Never um, ends. It never ends. So I'm curious, what was your favorite Bible verse? <laughs> or what did you really identify with in your time of deep pain? I also think that we're going to look back at ourselves at like 2021 and be like, why were we so like, like, I don't know, so monk-like or so nun-like? <laughs> so I've been reading more of like daily devotions, if anything, because um, I feel like they're like they pack a good message uh, to start off the morning. Um, but I would say my favorite Bible verse is Philippians 4.13. You can do all things through him who gives you strength. Um, I just think it's a very good, um, you know, summary message to, you know, never give up and that you have the power um, through him to complete anything that you have set your mind to, no matter what obstacles. And uh, like, like you were saying, I, I think, just the destination is, you know, not living life in order to, you know, we're, we're living life right now. We should be in a sense, enjoying it, not just looking for the end destination because what kind of life is that? And like you're saying, like, by the time we get to that destination, we are going to be saying, well, what's next? We're going to have these same, like same itch to, to get to another place. So I think we always have to be content with ourselves and know that, you know, things will work out. Most definitely. And that brings me back to, you know, Eckhart Tolle, The Power of Now. Have you heard of that book? I, I've seen it before. But it's like it to you. Me making you, it all okay, about me. But no, you've seen it. We've talked about it. That's, okay. <laughs> I've seen it. Yeah. That's what that's all about. It's really like, I've spent so much time, like, like, my thing is like my biggest battle I feel like in life is like constantly dealing with regret like I'll go through something or like I'll experience something and I'll spend the next six months obsessing about how I regretted that and then when and then six months later I'm like I'm obsessing about how I regret regretting about that and then it's like and I swear like that's sort of been my mindset for the past two years which isn't good but um I'm finally just breaking that cycle because it's like you will never move forward and I mean I'm not the first person to say it but like especially like it, things can keep you mentally stuck and then too it's all perspective I think especially like our age like we tend to be hard on ourselves or at least I do so it's like agreed even the stuff that I was like at 18 or 19 20 I was like why was I so concerned about that you know what I mean like now it's like it's like laughable yeah, I feel like back then it was, I mean, we were both going through chaos for like perspective yeah. and insight, but it's always like, why was I obsessing over that? Like, why wasn't I thinking about that? And then now we'll talk about why weren't we present? And it's like, why, wait, we're we not being present by talking about why we're not being present. So it's like this <laughs> weird cycle to break. Yeah. I think like what I'm learning is just like finding the opportunity in every season. Like, mm -hmm. Like this season, I might not feel profession professionally fulfilled, whatever that means at my age. 
but it's like I'm at home with my family like that's an opportunity to strengthen my relationship with my family because exactly one day when I'm professionally filled I'm going to be like oh I wish that I was living at home again or you know oh I wish that you know what I mean and it's just it's like a never-ending cycle so I think especially grass is always greener the grass is always annoying because yeah, yeah. when I when I went away to college before I went away to college I was like oh I'm so, like I can't wait to leave like oh my god if my mom tells me to do this one more time and then I got there I was like mom I miss you you know <laughs> You're trying to talk about that, Conrad, because I know, I feel like everybody can kind of relate to that, and you can definitely have, you definitely have a few stories about that. <laughs> She's like, I know you missed your mom. I know you did. <laughs> yeah, I've had a lot of experiences where I definitely did not delay my gratification, and what I had at the time was actually, you know, the best for me, but I really just wanted something else, and I think it's always that craving of, like I was saying before, wanting more, but, you know, sometimes you have to be content with what you have because sometimes, you know, it's, it's what's most important. Um, I can definitely relate most recently to being home, you know, with family, but, you know, wanting to be in medical school, wanting to be at that next step, but I have to, I have to put that aside and realize, you know, spending time with family is what is what's now and, you know, what's really important. So I think it's just putting things into perspective. And I guess another example is when I was in undergrad, I, I was in school in Santa Barbara, but I guess I was just tired of being next to the beach. Um, you know, who, who can be sick of Santa Barbara? I don't know, me at 17, 18 years old. And so I decided to transfer to San Francisco for undergrad. And I got there and I, I think it was a couple months and I was just sick of the city. So it's, it was like, if it's not one thing, it's another. So I, I definitely learned the lesson of just because things aren't, you know, you know, bright and shining, like where you are, doesn't mean that it's not good for you. And I definitely think you need to be able to, you know, work with what you got and, you know, be content. And, you know, that just comes with like being healthy and understanding your past experiences. I think too, and I know it seems like on every podcast I talk about this, but and I've really like over these past two weeks, like I really had to like just release it. But like social media, like social media, I feel like yeah. constantly like embeds into our psyche, like what we should be doing. You know what I mean? Or even to like the fact, like for me, Wikipedia, like I'm constantly on like, you know, journalists, like, like, oh, at this age, Oprah was doing this at this age, Robin Roberts was doing this. Like, but it's like, if I'm like, I don't know, in the middle of Alaska, like that is, is, is like, that is equal preparation as when Oprah Winfrey was in a newsroom for, you know what I mean? Cause I think like different things can prepare you. And if you're constantly like, di- I think it's like about finding the blessing, I guess, and wherever you are and knowing like this moment is preparing you as opposed to like wishing you were elsewhere. Exactly. I read um, the alchemist a few weeks ago. And one of the, like the mini stories was in it was about how this king had tasked this little boy to like tour his castle while holding like a spoon of oil or something. And then the kid comes back, there's no oil. And the, basically the message was, how are you supposed to focus on the big things while focusing on the little things? And you can't have, I guess, success or either without either. Okay, that was really wordy, but you get what I'm saying. So just kind of like being present, like you said, and reiterating that. Yeah, no, 
No, I so basically I, how our, our morning phone calls go <laughs> essentially, but like, it's so true. And it's like, I think to just look at wherever you are in life as preparation, like, you know, and it's like what we think is the most obvious thing like for our good or for our preparation sometimes is like not really because like even if you were in medical school right now I'm not saying obviously medical school is like the utmost preparation to be a doctor but like like I said before you might not be getting as much people skills or even like family dynamics too like that's what I'm learning at this age like wow like what a blessing it is that I can be around like my family this often you know what I mean and like yeah as opposed to like always rushing towards like the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Cause I'll look back and I'll be like, oh, you know, I, I really miss that time that I could have been building with my relationships. I also, I also think too, like we think, or at least we, I myself, like I had to get out of the mindset that professional success will um, fulfill me. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like, I mean, I'm sure it, it is gratifying to be successful, but you, how many successful people do you hear that are like miserable? Yeah. I think going off of that, Conrad, how do you stay motivated, you know, through all like the different classes that Marisa mentioned earlier and you guys talked about all the different requirements, just really being able to build up, I guess, that pre-med resume. How do you stay motivated? What's your day-to-day look like? And how do you keep it exciting, I guess? So... I would say to stay motivated, if I told you I was always motivated, I'd be lying. Uh, I I say that, I would say that, you know, keeping these daily small habits that you're talking about keep me motivated. Say, for example, uh, working out at least once a day, whether it be getting outside for a walk or going for the gym, I feel like that always gives me a good boost for, you know, thinking, clearing my head and uh, doing my work. I would say, always having that big goal in mind of wanting to be successful and to want to, you know, have a future for myself um, and for my family. And um, I I feel like that's also a huge drive that's instilled into me. And I would say another, another reason for my motivation is just to be better every single day. I try to be better than myself yesterday, always try to improve, pick up, off of you know the mistakes that I made yesterday, try to always how improve so? on that. How like, so? Yeah, like example, concrete, like tangible examples. Get like, I'm very visual, it's like nitty gritty. So <laughs> I guess let's let's say, I would say that in undergrad, I would I would struggle with procrastination a lot, and so now I would say I'm getting better at it, and it's not that much of an issue to me now where it's like hindering my hindering my um, success in school. I would say if I have a task to do, like let's say right now I have, I just, I started writing down all my tasks. I, sorry, it's kind of blurry, but you get the point. There's a bunch of boxes top right secret. here. Yeah, it's top secret. There's a bunch of boxes right here. And so having a planner really just, you know, helps me. And I, and I, things that I could do that are um, quick and simple. I just, I just get them done right off the bat. And so I'm looking at uh, other other things on my list that I have to do, such as that might take a little bit more time, and then I just start on the next task. And then I I try to I try to see what I can possibly push to the next day that I don't have to do right now. And so that definitely helps. Um, and I guess with like 
motivation, um, let's talk about the MCAT. Um, I, I would say I'm pretty motivated when studying for the MCAT just because like a good, the harder I study uh, equates to a better score. And a better score, it means I will have a higher chance of staying in medical school here in Southern California. And so it's almost like I could, I could, I, I could see my, um, you know, my frontal brain literally just like developing and like me knowing that I can push off, um, you know, pain right now for like pleasure in the future. And um, I guess to backtrack a little bit, I would, I was bringing up the example of, um, I think it was an undergrad and I was just slacking off, not doing my homework, going out too much. I was thinking in my head, I'm like, wow, if I, if I want to be a physician in the future, I'm really going to have to have a certain mindset of, you know, being on top of things, getting my work done, staying healthy, staying consistent, which is something I used to always struggle with in, in, the, um, in undergrad. And I would say, like, confidently say that as of now, I'm definitely getting a lot of those traits where um, I can confidently say that I'm going to be ready for medical school in the next one to two years when I apply. So I, it's just a lot of fine tuning. And I think it's a lot of being self-aware with yourself. I feel like there's a lot of people that make mistakes and they just keep letting, they keep letting it happen. And it, it's, there's no point in, I mean, I just feel like that it's, it's really detrimental to your success and to yourself as a person, if, you know, if you're not able to see the mistakes in the first place. Um, I, and I feel like you have to be honest with yourself and, um, you know, really get, or really get down to it and know how to work out these small details, whether it's like, you know, a simple Google search, looking on YouTube, uh, you know, having friends or mentors, but it's just a lot about, you know, using your resources to, um, you know, try to do the best for yourself, not in a selfish way, but, you know, try to work on yourself. No, I like, I think I'm learning those same lessons too. Like, I'm still actually an undergrad low-key because I'm paying for my mistakes that I made but also like why should a 19 year old be perfect you know what I mean like like our brains are like still I feel like baby brain so it's like I definitely made some of those same mistakes but it's like now that I am like oh shoot like if I want to achieve my goals like I have to be consistent like um like you said like in the next year or two like I can actually see myself being in a position to take on more responsibility in my career. So I'm definitely like having this, those same revelations. I also think too, like undergrad, we feel like, oh, you know, after high school, it's like, it's the adult, it's like the first, which it sort of is like this, like a step towards being in the real world, but that's also a place where I feel like you still work out, or at least that age bracket where you work out a lot of the kinks. Um, Cause it's like, and I'm just going to share a story. So like most recently I did, like I directed this brand. I'm not going to say what brand. It's a pretty big brand, like this documentary, um, like this short documentary, but then some of it was real. Some of it was fake, but like there were like certain instances, like where I wasn't completely professional. <laughs> so like, um, what's one so like I accidentally not accidentally I did on purpose like I called somebody at 11 like my assistant director at like 11 p.m and then at 6 a.m like which isn't like out of professional working hours um to talk to them about the film and um it's just sort of like sobering moments because I was like 
if I really like want to take on, like, you know, I want to be in my head, like, I'm like, oh, I should be this big director right now. It's like, if the crew is annoyed because I'm calling them at 12 a.m., like, how can that happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, but also, I think that would have been something that, I mean, I know we talked about it, but like, hey, if you didn't do that, you know, as bad as it might, it probably felt in the moment, like, oh, crap. Then you wouldn't have known and realized, like, hey, maybe that isn't right even if it is so such absurd hours you know because it does happen sometimes yeah no I think it's like those it's those moments that I mean that like the wake-up calls but then also that like sort of keep you humble and like maybe I am exactly where I need to be (laughs) you know what I mean yeah yeah. and then now today (laughs) yeah there's lots of work stories I can say tell and it's like you know maybe something maybe they were right like you know what I mean? But maybe I was the villain. <laughs> maybe I was the villain. Like everybody's complaining about me. I just don't get it. Like, I just don't get it. Yeah. But I guess to get um sorry, I went on a long tangent there, but it's fun to like talk and you know, have stories. What what's a hot take on finding your identity within your career path or any career path? And in regards to, like maybe making mistakes or you know, always doing the right thing. What's something not controversial, but like a special insight that you have and you want to share. Sorry, the train is going off. Um, so I guess like as you're saying a special a special trait that I have that helps me like get through my problems. Um, that too, which we would love to hear about. Didn't mean to laugh, but what's like a hot take you have? Like I guess um, recent and I hot take would be. I don't know if it's a hot take anymore because everything's changing, but you're not necessarily ready for college at 17 or 18. Like, you know what I mean? Something that's not- Lesson learned. Exactly, yeah, that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so I definitely agree with that one. Um, I will, I, it's crazy how some some people are ready for college at 17. Yeah, some people are, some people are. Um, but I feel like a majority of people, like definitely including myself, like I- I should not have been an undergrad when I was 17. I probably should have been an undergrad like literally two years ago when my brain was actually like developed and like I could think about like assignments next week and the uh, following week. Um, but I guess, I guess a, a hot take. It's gonna, I have to think about this for a little bit, but um, I guess I could say, I mean, I guess tying into, I guess I could just tie into what you guys were saying earlier and kind of tie it to a personal example. Like, um, like I definitely don't, like, I feel like there should be other options after undergrad um, or after a high school instead of undergrad. Yeah, maybe there's a community college that would save money. Um, but I definitely feel like me going to um, an institution after high school was like pretty much like a waste of money. And I definitely think there should be like better assessments of readiness, I guess in, in high school. But, um, oh, I guess here's a hot take. Um, I feel like just because like you're, I guess, how do you say it? Like in your professional like field and and you got, you know, your degree, your, whether it be medicine, um, being a host or being a CEO at a tech company, 
I feel like just because you made it to, I guess, the top of the position where you wanted to be, doesn't mean that you're necessarily ready for it when you are. Um, like Marisa was saying, I feel like being, you know, definitely, um, you know, having social skills, like for an example, and and having, you know, like being able to know how to make the right decisions, um, knowing how to, you know, take care of yourself. I, I definitely feel like some people are definitely rushed into the process and they get to a point where like, okay, like, okay, I have my degree. I, I'm on this show, but like are the decisions I'm making outside of, outside of work, is this going to be able to sustain my position here? Like, I, I just feel like there's a, like, like, let's say professional athletes, for example, like, you know, they're obviously some of the best athletes in the world. Like they're, they're 17 years old or not, let's say 17, 19, 19, 20 years old coming to the NFL, NBA. But sometimes you see like these accidents that are happening off of the field because they're not having good guidance. I feel like there's a lot, there's, there's a lot of advantages as to, you know, almost being behind and picking up from your mistakes. So when, when obstacles come in the future, when you're in your profession, you know how to work, you, you know how to work through those uh, obstacles because you've, because you've, um, you've like seen things before and you know how to work through them if that made any sense but yeah yeah I think too like yeah it's like the box checker right like okay they check the I mean but again I'm not like trying to we're not like condemning anybody but it, it is very true or like um you know just because you check every box it's like you check every professional box I think too like especially like with our age group it's like oh like we want to achieve success young but then it's like success is only a part of your life too because like that's something I'm trying to like to um learn right now it's like okay like even if I do if my resume is beautiful like is my health you know beautiful is like do I have am I like well-rounded like anger management like do am I going off on people when I don't get what I want like, <laughs> am I pleasant to be around the little things like you know what I mean like yeah. do I have emotional intelligence so it's like that's what like I feel like the whole high school to college route is very like career oriented you know what I mean it's like okay but there does need to be I know people take gap years and things like that which is good but like I think that needs to be talked about a little bit more because it's like why put pressure on an 18 year old to go to high school to go to college when you're just disappointed in their first year grades you know what I mean it's like they weren't even they you know what I mean it's just like you're putting pressure on them and then they get there and then they don't know what they want to major in or Mm -hmm. they're like failing this calculus you know a class it's like well you sort of like pressure them into it they didn't think they had any other options yeah and it's like why like you said why do you get mad when a kid takes you know five six years to graduate when it's like well they didn't know what they wanted to major in they had like all these different classes did you really expect a different outcome when that was their circumstances you're going to be hard on a kid who doesn't even have like a fully developed brain yet <laughs> and then too just the whole like oh by 21 I should have graduated by 22 like 23 mm-hmm. like in the grand scheme of things like you're not gonna it's not gonna yeah. matter you know what I mean who cares yeah who cares yeah, like, who cares who cares yeah <laughs> I fall into that trap still and then I'm like Marisa or I'm like Connor like I'm so stressed I feel so behind and then like an hour later I'm like oh we're in our 20s like even at like no matter what age you're at you're fine you have time to figure it out you know 
Yeah, it's like the third year old that goes back to college. Like, I know, like, when I was a freshman, there was like this 40 year old woman who like went back to college and she was like involved in all the student groups and stuff like that. Which is oh. But it's like, of course, she got straight A's because she was like, she was there for a reason. And then, too, yeah. I think a lot of people go to college, it's like, it's the next step. And like, oh, like, how is it that everybody wants to be like a doctor, lawyer, or like work at a big four consulting firm? No, you know what I mean? Which is fine. I know, like, I actually do want to like go to law school, but it's like the time outside of college allows you the time to like at least know, oh, maybe I want to specialize in this, like what you like you're finding on your master's program, or or maybe like I thought I wanted to be a lawyer, but maybe I, I just want to help people. Maybe I want to be a social worker. You know what I mean? It's just like yeah. it's like society it's almost like a conveyor belt like Mm -hmm. we're like it can send you on this conveyor belt and then like people that like fall off or whatever it's like I don't know there's just so much pressure to just to follow the path and it's like why you know what I mean like I'm all for gap years I'm not gap decades but like gap years like (laughs) you know what I mean like life is Mm -hmm. such a life is really a journey I mean as long as you're progressing towards something um it's it's the journey I'd say exactly as long as you're learning you know and making that effort doesn't mean to not try anything but figure it out and what's working for you might not work for you tomorrow but that's okay yeah, I, f- I feel like the conveyor belt example gives a good representation of just us being cows one, being slaughtered. And so it's <laughs> like, you don't really want to, you don't really want to, you know, just follow, follow blindly. You have to, <laughs> you know, you have to have your own conscience and, uh, you know, know that we're humans when we're not, we're not robots. Like we don't we're have cows. like AI or yeah, we're not cows or robots just blindly, blindly, you know, doing what we're told to, like, like, like there's more than just like the United States uh, educational system, which is, you know, you know, pretty unjust at the moment. And um, I guess, I guess I forgot what I was going to say. But yeah. No, I really like, that should be like, along with like professional development you know like they'll really like shove that shove that down our throats but it should be like you know life skills like like you said like health fitness mental health because that was something I struggled with still struggling no dream but like you know (laughs) like it's like I think too a lot of people find ourselves at this age like oh like having our moment of like repentance like you know what I mean like forgive me for I have sins and it's like I don't know it's like in hindsight it's like no you just made a mistake because you're human you know what I mean Mm -hmm. or like oh or or no you just you just learned a lesson and yeah I guess that's I completely identify with that it's like I can't be a host like I can't be a host of an award-winning talk show if I like if my room's messy you know what I mean yeah (laughs) it's like my mom was saying like divine order like divine order she always says that I'm like it's true it's like you have to like and then you know what I mean it's like mm-hmm. we're always taught like to put professional goals like it's like doesn't matter if you o- o- arrive to work but you're depressed or like you arrive to work and you're like you know what I mean and yeah. you have all sorts of relationship problems it's like as long as you're at work like I'm glad that yeah really yeah <laughs> like, like I think- putting your health first before like 
mm-hmm. your your you know for your work and I, and I feel like with you know bring it back to like schooling I feel like in high school or maybe even undergrad they instead of like having a core curriculum of let's say like literature history I mean like how many people are actually going to like you know use that information and benefit from it I, I feel like there should be classes on you know how to cook which is definitely should be a core curriculum you know how to save money um you know a core mm-hmm. curriculum on certain self-help books you know how to buy a plane ticket um you know how to you know um just like uh how, you know the stuff that you can do around the house that you know that you know save you money on maybe bills just stuff like that um for schooling and i, I feel like um it's 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 definitely not a clear clear cut you know perspective on like who you should be following and stuff like that you know what's crazy not to be all like biblical or anything like that not that there's nothing wrong with that but like so after I had my like I I directed the short film and then I went off on people because it wasn't how I wanted to be and then they were like well you did this and I was like well you did that and then I had like a sobering moment. I was like, oh, well, maybe I did do that. You know what I mean? Maybe I could like improve a little bit. Then I went to church and there was this verse and it was like, when I was a child, I thought like a child, I walked like a child and I, something like a child. But then when I became a man, I like, I thought like a man, I, I walk like a man and I talk like a man. So like, I don't know. There's just like, I think all these moments just bring you to a higher level of consciousness. Cause when you can like you know what I mean? Like when you do things or your behaviors at a certain level, it's because you're operating at that level of consciousness. But then when you like raise your consciousness and you're able to be like, whoa, like what was I thinking? That's when like, that's maturity, I think. So it's like, just look at these as opportunities to like, to grow. Um, instead of being, for me, I was like so stuck in those moments, but now it's just like, well, that was the consciousness I was at now. And I said that, but now my consciousness is raised. Exactly. And I think now would be the perfect time to talk about our new project or give a preview of it. So, Karna, do you want to go a little bit into it? And give a Sorry, I was not going to go first. <laughs> yeah, so right now what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get an organization started um, here at school. And what we're going to be doing is we're going to be um, connecting with the local high schools in underserved areas, uh, particularly maybe Pomona, just because it's um, a little closer. Maybe we can reach out to San Bernardino, maybe some areas of LA, and we're going to be providing fitness instruction, um, help with um, you know, or it could be mental health, and overall, really just trying to get you know, the uh, spread the knowledge of staying healthy and staying fit. So, uh, because sometimes in these schools, you know, maybe fitness and, you know, just staying healthy isn't the number one priority and it's unfortunately not taught. So, you know, being able, um, us being able to be a vessel to uh, spread that word and um, being able to provide resources for them would be a great help. And it would definitely impact a lot of lives. Yippee. So I think, wow talk about a full circle conversation i feel like lotus like the intention for like lotus campus events this next semester can be like the life skills and like the mental health and the wellness and the like happiness and well-being like skills that we didn't get in high school that can make these kids like 
you know, maybe have a better freshman year experience or even just life. Because I think, like he said, like the education system is so focused on like, oh, do you know the quadratic formula? Oh, do you know, like, I'm trying to think of other calculus terms, like what an inflection point is, but it's like, no, do you know, like how to regulate your mental health? Do you know, like, you know what I mean? Do you know how to manage your anger? Because it's like, when you get to like, that's the thing too. It's like about university. Like I went to Berkeley or I'm going to Berkeley and it's like freshman year, like you'll get there and there's tons of bright kids, like very intelligent individuals, but we're all making mistakes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like even me, like I was like, I was on like Good Morning America, like interviewing Robin Roberts, like having like super like eloquent conversation. Like, and then like the mistakes I made, like when I got to Berkeley, it was like, is this the same girl? You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I feel like those life skills are just super important. Definitely. And I think without all that it's hard to remember like oh yeah I'm still a kid you know even though you were on Good Morning America or you know you are in college it's still without those experiences to keep you grounded you won't really know that and do the work most that sounds very cliche but I know but do and help. I feel like this conversation and like granted I'm like Lauren and I we've interviewed you know celebrities we've interviewed politicians we've just done it all in our in our young age but like I feel like this is the one of the first conversations where I feel like it's so relatable you know what I mean yeah. it's not like we're not talking with like I don't know like some billionaire like CEO of a tech company like I'm just like putting it completely down like, <laughs> like, you don't think I'm a CEO billionaire of a tech company <laughs> you know, anybody like intelligent or smart or anything like that no, like, you're like what you're like excuse me no like you know what I mean yeah, it's like, okay I'll, I'll I'll stay the underdog no 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 I just feel like we're not we're not like it's it's more like these are experiences that everybody our age is going through as opposed to just like you know the more established person like saying oh yeah when I was younger like I wish I would have told myself this it's like no we're we're like we made these mistakes like two years ago or for me even like a month ago and you know what I mean as opposed to like maybe that should be the pivot for in bloom I mean like we'll have the established people like established people but like I feel like it's just as important to hear about people our age because like social media and you know it was so refreshing too because like I went to this like this event in LA and it was like a bunch of like you know people my age 20 21 22 and they were like sort of like in the same boat like oh like I I'm pursuing hosting but like the reality is like I also have to work a job like but the reality is like I'm at school you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. we like I think it's just sobering to be around people our age because if we're constantly like no offense to Gary B because he's cool actually he's very like be chill at this age like you know we're constantly (laughs) like listening to like I don't know who's like who are one of those like people that have already like uh, like Tony Robbins or something yeah like Tony, one of like the motivational I mean they're great but they're there like, already we'll constantly feel like I don't know like you know what I mean like mm-hmm. what were they even doing at our age you're like that guy who's always like stay hard stay freaking hard you know what I'm talking about the like the military guy yeah uh-huh. oh David, David Goggins David Goggins yeah. he's great he's great too and he was like saying at our age he was like eating potatoes or something but like <laughs> climbing Mount Everest yeah <laughs> it's like it's just so refreshing to hear like 
before like we'll make a like in 10 years time or something we'll make the episode when you're like the successful doctor or when we've exceed, achieved our success but like in yeah. bloom as we're blooming like oh my god that's the whole point exactly. of it exactly <laughs> in bloom <laughs> what's it like for you to work with two female founders and people that you're friends with you know I mean us considering that you grew up with two brothers and no sisters you know what's that like for you getting used to that dynamic it's it's definitely uh, a refreshing change uh, growing up with growing up with brothers like you know and it's I felt like it was almost like an expectation where, you know, David Goggins was like yelling at me um, behind my ear, like the entire time. Um, so it's, it's nice to, it's nice to, you know, talk with you guys and you guys are so informed and you guys are like so innovative and so ahead of your time. And it's like, it's really nice and refreshing to uh, work with you guys as well as, you know, get inspired and, you know, be on a podcast and, you know, actually, put ideas into action so um it's definitely a blessing to say the least yes i think like as much as it is like insightful to hear from the doctor it's also insightful to hear from the pre-med student like as much you know as much as is insightful to listen to like the lawyer or the da it's like oh well, what does the pre like the pre-law student themselves also have to say because that's who we interact with on a daily basis um so, wow, what an episode you're working on. Well, I know you talked about Lotus Campus, but like, is there any way that people can follow you, support you? So currently, right now, I guess I will have more resources or I'll, I'll create like a um, social media handle for like Instagram and Facebook for you guys to reach out on. And I'll keep them updated for the organization, but um, I definitely do have a LinkedIn, if you want to follow that, um, that Conrad Robinson, and um, just stay updated with the um, organization so I can get to, that started. And follow at Lotus Movement. And, and thank you for having me. Thank you.